Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits in the Recycle Garage in Sunny. Shut the fuck up! Not goddamn it! <laughs> At the Recycle Garage in Sunny cackle. Santa Cruz, California, with the shit on the couch named Knock. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Can't even laugh. At, okay, okay, hold on. Okay, we're good. No, it's fine. <laughs> Things are fine. It's fine. The world is burning. It's this all is okay. It's, this is fine. Everything's it, fine. It's sunny Santa Cruz. You can't go wrong. It is pretty sunny, and it's nice and warm, so you can't really complain and laugh at people for saying in instead of at knock. Okay. <laughs> okay. I thought it was the best actually, intro ever. Actually, Not to mention, I'm just actually, saying. You're supposed to say here. At. What did I say? Really? Did I even say here? Yeah. Did no, I? You oh God, now I'm like the questioning gist. myself. We are here. At crisis. the recycle garage. At the <laughs> we'll fix it in post, God damn it. <laughs> I don't know. Do, I it it do it live. And I just noticed how your glasses match your hair. <laughs> they do. Very well done. I know. The yeah. listeners can't see it, but it's really exciting. I agree. 100%. <laughs> okay, so tonight in the garage, <laughs> we, have, yeah. we have Bagel running the sound. It's not a Bajaj, it is a Stella. (laughs) (laughs) We have the lovely Miss Bex next to me. Bex says aloha. And next to Bex, we've got the effervescent Jim. Yeah, peace, love, and soul. (laughs) (laughs) And on the couch, we have Knockies. <laughs> I, uh, I touched Bosley's wet dog dick. It was gross. Oh, uh, not only did he do that, but he also freaked out for about 15 minutes yeah, after. I, gave him, I was giving him scratches, later. and I felt a little wet, and somebody rubbed a pickle across my forearm or something. I was like, yeah. Now uh, you know right. how I feel around men. Was yeah, that well, you know. <laughs> Gross, oh, man. and that brings us to Liza. Only the females laugh. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> oh, yeah, Assalamu. the world Yeah, yeah welcome back, Liza. Are you, are you from the future? She just rolled up in her DeLorean. <laughs> That's funny. And we've got the new boys in the corner, Grant and Jose. Men in the corner. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> cool, cool. Grant's dog died today. What? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! No, I'm kidding. It was just, you know. It's the sunglasses. You're covering yeah. up the. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> Liza. You farted! Oh! Oh, God. Cocksucker! Was that you, Liza? I think that's Josie. That's a, that's Blame it on the, a beer the cat. fart. That's like a. That's, that's like, like a. Dead it came that's definitely. It definitely came from that way. That's lentils. <laughs> that's a dead animal. That's lamb and lentil. I think. Lentil. <laughs> I think Bosley's trying to get us to fight amongst us. I, I think it's Josie. Oh Where's the dog? Maybe it is Where's Bosley. the dog? Okay. okay. He's right here. Okay, Liza. This is a great podcast. You did something! Oh, oh my God. What did you do, Liza? Hey, yes, I am back. I've been gone for weeks. And first of all, I wanted to nope. thank everybody for uh, covering the garage. <laughs> oh, it's definitely cat fart. No, no, I'm allergic. Get off, stupid cat. Of course, Josie goes for knock. Dumb shit. Poor, <laughs> poor Josie. Oh, knock is poking her with a screwdriver. I am right in your face. Oh, my God. Um, That's wanted, not what you're supposed to do with pussy. Cat I wanted knock. to thank everybody for covering while I was gone, uh-huh. um, for opening the garage running the podcast that's awesome I really appreciate that I can leave and that things still happen you're welcome I thank you to everyone who did that Um, 
So yeah, I've been gone. I've been in Pakistan. There's so many stories from the trip to Pakistan. It was a tremendous, amazing, amazing trip um, that I'm still trying to recover from because right now it's somewhere in the middle of the night or you're something. Beat this shit, know. aren't you? You're, you're yeah, it takes a while. Well, I was surprised. Actually, a bunch of people were down here early to open the garage for you, but you you soldiered out. Right on time. Well, I woke up at 4 a.m. this morning. <laughs> By the time the uh, garage was opening at 11, I was ready for a nap. You're yeah. waiting but, for morning prayer to start? Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize you arrived today. I, I showed up at like like 11.15 or whatever it was, and there you were, on creating everything and opening everything up. No, I specifically did not commit to being present today for the exact reason why Cat is hosting because I'm barely present. <laughs> I rolled up at like 10:30 this morning, and all I see is Liza like hunched over her washing machine, trying to stay awake. <laughs> like, like, hey, Liza, how are you? You sure she wasn't leaning on the spin cycle? Rough. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> oh my God! No. <laughs> that's the grossest <laughs> imagery. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Look what I the... did to you, people! Knock. Oh, you said that. Usually the that's one worse cringing, than the cat man. Fart. That's worse. <laughs> All right, bad. So, pretty uh, bad. So, um, great story. We're though. going to. There's so many stories that came from the trip. I'm going to cover them in the future. But I wanted to cover one today. It was one of the highlights of the trip for me. Yeah. And it is directly motorcycle related. And it was a dream. Oh, an absolute dream. So, um, we were guests at the Atlas Honda factory in Lahore, the Shikpura plant. They're making. 75,000 units a month. They're going to make over a Jesus. million motorcycles this year. Wow. And what do they make? Maybe three or four different variants, more or less? Like a 75 um, to a 150 or something? They have a 70, a 125, and the brand new 150. And of the 70 and the 125, there's a couple different versions of it. Right. You can get the touring package. <laughs> or, Excuse me. Bless, bless you. Um, a couple different versions. I love it. It's called the CD70. It's like, It says cash deposit. Yes. Nice. CD. Cash deposit. Yeah. CD70. Cash deposit is what it's called. It doesn't stand for CD's nuts. <laughs> Sorry. So um, that was a good one. That was very mature. It was a, it was a lot of bikes, though. Like it was an amazing opportunity. Um, there's very few places in the world where you can go and have these kind of experiences. Like you can't go to Detroit and go knocking on Ford's door. Without getting shot. You know what's crazy about this is like um, they're making that many bikes in a country that still has rolling brownouts, right? Is that oh, part yeah. Of the, oh yeah. That's pretty cool, oh, yeah. man. Well, I, I th- we talked a little bit earlier, Liza, and I thought it was fascinating. Like, because I, I thought India, you know, it, uh, is modern in some ways and in some ways not. But I thought they would have it somewhat incorporated robotics into their manufacturing because it would just make so much sense on that volume. Mm-hmm. But you were telling me, yeah. So um, I wanted to share the experience going to the plant. So we knew that we were invited to come to this factory, and that we were going to get a tour. And that we were going to be um, speaking to a group of women at the factory, uh, an inspiration to get more women riding. Right now, very few women ride. Really? <coughs> Most people oh, wow. we talked to said they've never seen a woman ride. Huh. Um, Liza, this was in Pakistan or India? Pakistan. 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 Okay, good, good. Um, but it's in the best interest of Atlas Honda to have women riders because they can expand their... Um, Productivity. Forty percent is their, like I think their 
10-year plan is to increase another 40%. So they can make like 110,000 motorcycles a month. Yes. Oh. yes. <laughs> um, so we pull up to this plant, and we're on a bus. We come up, and right up front, they have a giant uh, like banner, like a big photo op banner that says, you know, welcome, uh, you know, like uh, riders of uh, Northern Country 2017, you know, welcome our guests kind of thing with pictures of the brand new bikes we're riding. We're riding the brand new CB150F, which is the sportiest bike they've ever made. Um, they're not predicting it's going to be that successful hmm. because it's the first bike they have that has it has plastics on the sides of the tank like a lot of our modern bikes like my versus mm -hmm. therefore you can't put children on the tank mm -hmm. <laughs> oh like pop off or yeah something? but can't you just take it off and well uh, this bike is meant to be <laughs> a solo rider sport touring bike a 150 all the other bikes are made where you see families of five no kidding where they're just stack the kids on the tank mm -hmm. um so they went for style on this one is this which is a like departure a is this from like a more affluent person, someone with more money that doesn't, you know, yeah, want something different? Yeah, I had people s comment on our bike saying like, oh, yeah, you got the the expensive model. Yeah, the I can't bike. afford that. Um, I think bottom. maybe, I think it's like $2,300 retail. Little okay. do they know that Liza really can't wow. afford it either, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we get there and we are greeted by... Uh, the high-level executives, who then give me a bouquet of flowers. Oh, it, it, oh listeners, wow. you should see photos. It's incredible. <laughs> it, it's nice. like royalty almost. Are you gonna post these on the Misfits or the uh, Recycle Garage page? Maybe. Right. Yeah. Um, so, and then we were introduced around, and we were taken into a boardroom where we were given a. A PowerPoint presentation about the history of Atlas Honda, explaining how um, they had been around. It was back in, I want to say, the 50s, no, sorry, the 70s, that they, they became partners with the Honda Japan and, mm -hmm. um, and could use, they're basically, they're, how do you explain, they're not registered. Basically, they're partners with, with mm -hmm. Honda. It's Atlas Honda. They make motorcycles. They make cars. They make uh, batteries, generators. They just make shit. They make a lot of things. So all of the Honda cars there are Atlas Honda. Right. All yeah. So they, they purchased the rights to mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the label of Honda. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, and it's just interesting about the whole <laughs> yeah, the history, the their productivity levels, how they've gone up each year. Did you get free All food? the different models. Where's the dog? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, they serve us tea, and uh, then they they wanted to hear about us, and they were very excited that we had some esteemed writers like. Elsbeth Beard. Everyone was foaming over Elsbeth Beard. Mm. It was a huge honor to them to have Elsbeth there. Um, so then we left there and we went and got a factory tour. Now this is where I started foaming from the mouth. Mm -hmm. They're making these bikes. 90% uh, are manufactured in-house. So I saw these pallets <laughs> of uh, uh aluminum ingots they look like you know like gold bars but aluminum and they're smelting them and casting engine cases and stuff like that there with dudes dudes are doing this yeah 
Oh yeah, I stood over the the furnace and that's fucking um, awesome. And saw them pulling engine cases out. Nice. And uh, no water bottles allowed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they they took me over because everyone else is just casually walking through going, "Oh, cool." But I was going like, "Oh my gosh. Oh, I know what that like I I could identify parts." Basically, these bikes are 40-year-old technologies, which is right <laughs> up my wheelhouse, you know. <laughs> um I watched them. I went over to some of the the workstations where they were making all the transmission gears and they just start with a round plug it looks like a, a, a trolley wheel or something right and they drill the hole down the middle then they have another uh, tool that cuts the square shaft you know and then they have another tool that's cutting all the splines all the teeth um, it's just amazing and they had different stations for all the different sizes of gears and everything um, then I went over and saw where they're taking the, the frame. And the frame is a stamped steel, like a, a pressed steel, two halves welded together. <coughs> and yeah. they had, it wasn't uh, robots welding. You can see, is that a dude like welding? Mm -hmm. They had welding stations and they're sitting there welding it together. Did you? Oh, that's did really you, exciting. Oh my God. <laughs> I want to do that. Why can't I do that? Did you tell the guy how he was doing it wrong, Liza? Uh, not yeah. at that point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um,. And again, they realized that I was just like so excited. So I had like one of the head guys just kind of was walking with me and said, oh, come over here and see this. And oh, let me show you this. And he's showing me all the different blades and cutting tools from the machines. And and oh, my God. Right. It was amazing. The only things that like they're not making there, I think like the handlebars and the exhaust pipes are manufactured elsewhere and come in on pallets. Mm. But yeah. Pretty much everything else. Right. I mean, everything. It was crazy. Um, so I watched all the individual components being made, and then they go into these tubs, and they get sent over to the assembly line, where they're constantly being fed. The assembly line was amazing to see. Um, you know, we know this, the history through Ford of the assembly line. And maybe you've seen pictures of, you know, cars going by. But to actually see one was amazing. So this assembly line was like, I don't know, like 200 yards long or something. It's like the length of the factory. Mm -hmm. It was just humming. Just humming. And what happens is it starts with somebody bolts the bottom of an engine case onto the line. And then about every four feet is another workstation. And the next person drops in like the transmission uh, the next person drops in like a crank and puts the piston on the next person drops the top of the engine case on bolts it on and the next person drops a cylinder on and and you just watch it go down as it just gets assembled piece by piece from all these components they've made mm -hmm. um, goes down the line and then once the whole engine is complete it jumps to a new track and the new track is now, it's got a center stand uh, bolted on, and the engine gets bolted to it, and then the frame bolted to it, and then starts coming out the triple tree, the forks, the rear wheel, the chain, the lights, the wiring harness, the tank, the seat. Uh, the tanks, I watched the tanks be made and painted there. I mean, everything there. So, um, as it goes down the line and more and more pieces get put on, 
It gets to the end of the line and it's a complete bike. And a guy um, pulls it off the assembly line, wheels it up 10 feet, and it's now his job to inspect it. And he's checking all the lights, the electronics. He'll um, hook up an auxiliary tank to the carburetor and he'll kickstart it. And <clears throat> then he wheels it out the the door of the factory into the front lot where they have like a course set up and then he hops on and he rides it on this course to test it and they said that they have about i think they're working at 90 or 91 percent success rate mm -hmm. so 90 like 91 percent pass and right. go on the others may have something not right and it'll get pulled off and and a component's changed out so there's basically no waste there. <clears throat> um, it was such a treat that they let us pull bikes off the assembly line, and we got to jump on and do the test track. Nice. So brand new baby little motorcycles. Um, so that was just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> How long do you think it takes from start to finish, like when they start bolting shit together? Do you get to see it, that whole process? How long does it take to bolt one so, together? They have a new bike coming off the line every 23.5 seconds. Damn. 24 hours a day. Pretty, that's a damn. But they have more than one line, though, right? And they had two lines running <clears throat> side by side. Holy hmm. smokes. So wow. they have one model bike on one line and another model on the other. But how, but how long does it take for one mm -hmm. bike to go through that whole process, did they say? I'm, start to finish? I mean, I walked along. It's maybe... Five minutes. Wow. Guessing, six, to put a motorcycle together? Six. six no. Ten minutes? No way. No. Oh, yeah. No way. <laughs> Man. Really? Well, because each person has one job and they just mm -hmm. drop it in or bolt or tighten the bolts. Wait, wait, like wait. it just From keeps the moving. Ingot? Like Wait. from casting. Well, no, this is not, not final assembly. so much. But when you, if, as soon as you start bolting stuff together, how long does it take to? No, it's Wait, gotta be yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, this is we're talking about final assembly here. Yeah. After all the machining and, and casting has been done, there's everything, just no all the way parts are ready to go. To go. That fast. Like, there's there's multiple components. So each component would have to go on it. Like, cats cats on the line. I mean, obviously, there's it's like a, a there's different no line, way. It takes me. I mean, three if minutes it does, holy yeah. shit! But like, there's no, <laughs> well, there's no way. Well, it never stops, and there's so many people. Wow. How many involved. stations would you say there were? You know, it's hard to say. There, there, like every four feet, and you'd say hundreds. Well, yards, maybe it was a hundred right? yards. Maybe, uh, maybe hundred people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, hundred. Some, stations. somewhere, maybe like a hundred people, one yeah, after the other. Wow. Um. It's just amazing. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's so, really cool. It, it, just to see the the manufacturing of each component, the process, and and also to see, like we we saw the painting room, we saw the smelting room. They have all these different sections of the factory set up, machining, welding. Um, I was just so amazed. Did you get to wear a white lab coat when you test rode the motorcycle? No, but that's what the <laughs> test riders were. Um, then they took us uh, to a, a small theater where they had 25 Pakistani women seated in this theater um, who have recently learned to ride. Now, some of them are like in, I think, in college, which means high school. 
College to them means high school. University mm-hmm. means after. Um, but then there are some women I talked to who said they've been writing two to four years. So they, Atlas Honda um, works with <clears throat> and supports these training classes for women. So women can come to them because so many um, women, their brothers, fathers, husbands don't want to teach them. Um, so they can go take these classes. And uh, and they're a little more modern. Many, I mean, they were wearing traditional wear, but some of them were wearing tight jeans, you know. Hey. Because um, that's <laughs> part of the problem with riding is that it's not proper for the Muslim women to spread their legs. Even if they're wearing pants or a dress, mm-hmm. it's not proper. So they explained to us that they're actually looking at making a brand new cub Oh, step, step through. through. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> Which I was surprised. Cub being the they'll most popular the bike in the world. Yeah, they'll sell the But they shit don't out have them. them there. Hmm. There's your market. There's your 40% yeah. more yeah. motorcycles. We'll do it. So they're looking at doing the Cub there. CT70. That they're calling a women's bike. Ah. Uh. Well, <laughs> uh, is it going to be pink and yeah, small? pink yeah. and shrink? Yeah. No, 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 no. Thing going on over um, there. So we went to this theater where the women were lined up, and they were so excited to see us, and we just like oh, stumble sure. in with no sleep. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, and they're just hi, hello, mm-hmm. and they say, okay, we need uh, three people to speak. Oh, great. Like, we haven't prepared <laughs> <That's> anything. <right. laughs> but, you know, I can talk my ass off a drop of a dime. So oh, I stuck Is that you, Knock? No. Nope. Oh, God. No. Uh, That's bad. I think it's Bosley. It's, it's like a tuna. And fart. then I had uh, Danelle Lynn, <laughs> who's <laughs> been on the podcast, who's the Guinness World Record long distance writer. Um, she spoke. And then I had two of the newer writers, Olya and Tiffany, who have mm. only been writing two years. Oh, cool. To speak as somebody who's a newer writer saying that, look, but we are here with these accomplished writers doing this amazing ride. Yeah, anyone can do it. Anyone yeah. can do it. What's the message? That's anyone right. can do it. You can do it. Um, and it was totally inspirational. Um, th- then afterwards, it was lunchtime. And this is really cool. So we get led to another building, and they have a giant dining hall set up that's family style with long tables. <coughs> Everybody in the factory, from the janitor to the CEO, all eat together. Cool. That's it's rad. meal time. That's Everyone awesome. sits down, and food is just brought and set on the tables. Plates of food that you just like share, at eat the, the same bread. Time? Yeah, at the same time. Man. And you know, you tear the bread off, and you're just eating the food. And so everybody's there, including we were sitting with the executives, including the big cheese himself from Japan. Wow. Not oh. Mr. Honda, but uh, the guy from Honda who's been sent to oversee this plant. And um, and the women were asked to, to join us, too. So we're talking with them. But I ended up uh, talking with uh, some of the executives. And this is, where, this is where I started to feel a bit guilty. So <clears throat> then they... We, we finished lunch and they wanted to go do photo ops with all of us because it was such a great honor for us to be there at this plant. Um, I think the honor is, A, we're, we're experienced women riders, we're Western tourists, which none of this happens there. But so I'm just walking along and this man comes up to me, he's like, excuse me, excuse me, I, I was told you teach people how to ride. And mm-hmm. I'm like, 
Yes, I do. <laughs> On a plastic milk crate, yeah. Referring to, hey, you want to go down <laughs> with the street? You want to go down to the end of the street in the parking lot? I'll do a couple laps, teach you how to ride. And he says, yeah, yeah, I, I am in charge of new rider development for Atlas Honda and come up with the training courses. And he wanted to know what methods I use and such. I'm sitting there going, I teach people how to ride in a parking lot, and this guy works for a million-unit-a-year company looking to expand by 40%. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, And this sure. is where Liza forgets sure. that she takes new riders to dirt out and teaches them how to ride in dirt so that they can be better riders on the road. And I will tell you, Liza, personally, had I not gone out in the dirt for my first week ever and gone out on a vampire ride that was insane for me. Was that the hooligan ride? It was. And <laughs> that's where Sugar we met baby, you What you doing? Madonna. <laughs> and it was, it was uh, quite a surprise. We didn't just go Highway 1 to Mount Madonna. We did quite a ride. And had I not been taught by you how to ride dirt to be a better rider on the road, I wouldn't be as good of a rider, don't, and don't I would stoke, not. Don't stoke her I, I, ego. I appreciate yeah. it. Don't stoke her ego. It's so <laughs> true. Like, like, I understand that you were like, helmets. "Oh my God, whoa!" Like thousands per month. Units, but it was but like yeah, well, you no seventy five thousand units per month. But uh, I just I, yeah I just thought it's funny he was flattered and wanted to learn you know learn from me. <laughs> I'm like all right I'll play along. Secrets. And then he says oh I hear also that you are a mechanic. Yes, <laughs> I, I am the engineer who designed the motors <laughs> and the bike. And I'm like yeah I'll play along. Yes I do. You're yeah like, I'm actually I really a master enjoy. mechanic as they refer to me in the United States. So I did feel like, oh, my God, I'm duping this high-level executive for this company. But um, they were truly honored and interested in all of us and uh, treated us like dignitaries there. Well, you know what's so, cool is, is you weren't duping the guy because you do know motorcycles and whatnot. So he gave you a little bit more detail of a tour than you would have gotten otherwise, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but... There's a lot of people like me, who, or who even know more than I here yeah, but still, in, you know in, the, in the U.S. But it was amazing to be able to see. Now, I wasn't able to take any pictures or video in there, but I have been talking. Is that because your phone was broken? No, <laughs> no, they don't want people to see the process. I don't know any production line that yeah. allows pictures or videos. So. But I am. They did say that there is some stock Atlas Honda footage that they may be sending me. I hope it's from like 1974. I <laughs> know. So um, that was just an amazing, amazing experience to have access to that. Um, yeah. So, you know, and getting to see where the bikes we were riding were made. So um, it's Atlas Honda. You can look it up if you're at all interested. Um, the other thing that's funny is there was a lot of photos taken with us, and then there was um, cameraman, and uh, we actually had a film crew for ourselves for to film a documentary of the trip. But um, they were also every now and then like, yeah, can I get a testimonial about the bike? <laughs> and taking photos of us. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure we're going to be part of the ad campaign for these bikes in Pakistan. Oh, wow. That'd be cool. 
Sweet. Yeah, I know. I'm like, Super cool. Does anyone want me to sign any paperwork? No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like the checks in the mail in Urdu. Well, I think that I maybe the that paperwork was in the bouquet of flowers. Yeah, there you go. Though I did give one of. The, so we had um, factory sponsor mechanics following us, and actually I got to know them better. They were on my tour last time, uh, Farouk and Kazi. Um, they're not just factory mechanics. Kazi is in charge of the mechanic training. Oh, for wow. Adesanda. Oh, Interesting. Uh, so he goes out into the field to all the dealerships and he trains everybody. And uh, Farouk is in charge of dealer networking throughout the country for Atlas Honda. Good people to know. <clears throat> and they signed up to be our mechanics. They're like changing our tires and our oil for us. That's wow. awesome. These are like, yeah, these are bigwigs in the company. And they, too, were honored to be on the trip. So that was awesome. I did give them some feedback because I figured, well, why not? Um, The bikes tended to drop from second to to neutral oftentimes when on bumps. So I did tell them that maybe they needed to check the tolerance on the transmission uh, fork. Do you have any idea what kind of a shit storm you just created in Atlas Honda? <laughs> they are utterly re- 17 people got fired. They're retooling their assembly no line. It's not I the shift no work. It would be the dogs. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So um, it was an amazing experience. There's so much more that we'll be talking about in the future. But I just wanted to share that because that was my moment where I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is a dream to visit a place like this and to see the sausage being made. Yeah, <laughs> from the crude meat. That's from, from ingots awesome. On up. Oh, so yeah. brilliant. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Fact yeah. So are pretty I feel amazing that. I feel general. that. So that was pretty cool. So more stories to come, but yeah, Atlas Honda, they rocked. But aside so, from that, good trip overall, yeah? Yes, exactly. So yeah, the the factory tour was just amazing. Um, uh, I don't know that I'll be able to top that experience, but I, you know what, will come pretty close. I couldn't be there, but we have a misfit in the field. <laughs> Breaking news. Reporting in from the field. Reporting in. We got Greg Winslow reporting in, who attended AIM Expo and is going to give us a report. Greg, are you there? Yeah. Hey, Misfits. Hey. 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 hey thanks for doing Hello, this, lovely. by the way. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, yeah so. Excited that this was in Columbus. So Greg emailed in and said, hey, I'm going to go to this thing. Do you want me to take notes, do interviews, whatever you want, report, be a misfit? I'm like, yeah, that sounds awesome. So for those who don't know, can you give a quick recap of what the AIM Expo is? Yeah, it's it's the really big industry trade show for motorcycles and power sports. There were side-by-sides and things there. So it's all the manufacturers come and dealers from all around the country and then some distributors and then aftermarket parts and accessories companies and that's all thursday and friday and then saturday sunday they open it up to uh the consumers and the public which they said there was about twenty thousand people expected so pretty big yikes wow. and it was kind of interesting in that you know all the manufacturers dealers aftermarket people distributors just sort of watching them and their 
business dealings you know they're yeah. all working with each other up the ladder down the ladder trying to make deals trying to get parts within dealerships trying to work with distributors so it was yeah you know, i went thursday and friday some and it was pretty cool to see them doing their business there did you uh, did you go last year was it bigger than last year no, so this is the first year in Columbus. It was in Orlando oh. for oh, five no shit. years. Oh, no shit, okay. And uh, I think people were feeling Orlando was kind of landlocked, and they weren't getting great attendance. And Columbus, they say, is within 500 miles of half the population of the country, just yeah. Chicago, East Coast, all of that pretty close. Totally. So they brought it here, and I, people I talked to said they felt like definitely the dealer activity was up and all the manufacturers are there, so it seemed like there was a bump in moving it. I'll tell you what I know is Ohio does motorcycles like like motherfuckers, man. I never had so much time, fun in my life as I had in mid-Ohio. I love Ohio yeah, motorcycles. Good. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, cool. having vintage days and then having the AMA headquarters here and then now this. Yeah. Which, this is actually, the AIM Expo is going to go to Vegas next year for one year and then it's coming back to Columbus for one year for sure and the speculation was for three years and they'd like it longer maybe. So they had a huge demo ride area, which is really cool. I mean, all the manufacturers were there. Did they have electric really well bikes? Done. Any electric bikes? Uh, well, that BMW uh, C Evolution scooter was there, and that was like the first time I think really anyone was able to ride it, uh, media <clears throat> and the public to ride that. That was pretty cool. That that's and then that that's, was there. That scooter is kind of a big deal in the electric world. Um, Bagels, mm-hmm. that's the first like legit electric scooter yeah i mean it's it's definitely has it has a, a better range and top speed than than most other electric scooters out there that i've seen so it's it's definitely a step forward um the uh yeah, the, the sticker price is definitely a step forward too but but it's <laughs> but it's it's an impressive bike that's for sure yeah um so did you test ride any bikes i did i got out there and uh it was busy when I was out there, so Suzuki looked like the least busy, and I, I went and I got on a uh, the new V-Strom 1000 XT, nice. Oh, nice. which rode, nice. rode pretty well, um, and it was a good ride. They take you out on the highway and around town quite a bit, um, and I went over to the BMW tent, and there had to be 30 people in line, and they yeah. wouldn't work, and I heard if you weren't there before like 10 a.m., the slots were booked for the whole day. Wow! It was, it was booked up, so they they got a lot of people out there. Uh, it was crazy around there because with ten or so manufacturers and groups of ten going out all the time, they were just like bikes crossing each other, and it was kind of a madhouse. <laughs> right? But that's Ohio. We love time. it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so I'm curious. We saw online that Harley Davidson had the Jump Start Rider experience. Did you see that? Yeah, it was. Yeah, they put like a fan in your face. It reminded me of John Dalton when his motorcycle was broke and he put the YouTube channel up on his handlebars. <laughs> yeah, they had video screens around and they they would start the bike and all that. This is where it's on a treadmill, turns. right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, is this a, a fan? Is this a new product for Alaskan riders? You know, for the other nine months out of the year. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One thing that was interesting is the seat. CEO of Harley spoke. He gave the keynote address, and uh, you know, like the industry has been talking about, and how things are declining, and not a lot of new riders. And I thought his kind of theme of his comments were kind of on. He was saying how Harley was going to focus on the rider and not the machine, and he was saying now it's more of software than hardware, yeah. and wanting the rider experience to be what Harley is all about. And I, 
I thought that was on point, probably, but he didn't get any kind of details about what that meant, what that would look like. Sell invest? So, I don't know. What is that? Well, yeah, what's that? I, mean, I think it's everyone saying the younger people want more of an experience than just something shiny, I think. I think Tell once that, that live wire comes out, there'll mm-hmm. be real players in the game. Mm. Uh, if it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big F. Uh. So, what, like, so what are the cool shit did you see? Yeah, you know, I'll tell you one thing that I... They had custom builds, too, right? Um, You know, I I thought, where does the misfit show up at this show, you know? Drunk. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. On milk crates. You could do that, for sure. (laughs) Um, You know, and and I just, I struggled to find it, frankly, because everything is brand new and costs a ton, and even if (laughs) if they're going with a smaller bike at, you know, a $5,000 price point, it's probably not the new bike you'd want to buy, or Mm -hmm. that we'd want to buy. So, yeah, and I asked people that question, they'd kind of shake their head, too, like, gee, I'm not sure, but... uh, you know, there was a there was a lot of parts manufacturers there, and so mainly for the dirt crowd, and so for people who are you know rebuilding their own engines and doing those kind of upgrades, I thought that was definitely a place where it showed up. There was some lower price point stuff. There was a group there that had this pretty cool um, handguard setup, which was a three position changeable handguard, so you could have it just as a frame or the air would come through it or you could make it larger if it was cold or smaller if it was normal temperature which i thought was pretty cool That's and only interesting a, yeah yeah lower price point you know the haynes repair manual people were there and they oh, were saying their cool. business is holding on pretty good so i think that's another place where people who are mm-hmm. wrenching or you know still getting their manuals and doing that kind of work and then the the booths that were really busy were more about rider experience like like the tourism ones about go to Virginia and ride these great roads or Ohio had some for all the great roads in Ohio. And I was actually volunteering also at the motorcycle sport touring association booth. We were there promoting the association and the club for riders and signing up members. And we were busy. The booths next to us were kind of jealous because, you know, it was more rider oriented. So I, I thought that was really cool as well so um, is that a, a state thing in ohio sport rider association no, or is that, that like is a, a national, national thing? organization okay no um, kidding all right yeah oh, this it is... started decades ago with honda st honda sport touring bikes yeah, yeah. and it became an all sport touring and now it's any bike because we're all getting old and we're buying adventure bikes for comfort <laughs> and it's it's any bike so yeah it's just we have national rallies all over the country and just you know weekly rides and those kind of things so so what were some of the the hot hot ticket things that everyone wanted to see there was a lot of leather vests around so the harley place was really <laughs> packed and i think yeah. you know, they got some new products and that was really attractive i thought there was a lot of people around the ktm booth they were seemed to be doing really well and had oh, yeah. a lot of good looking product mm-hmm. kawasaki was there and they had all their newest stuff the h2 and you know all their kind of stuff that they have so that got a lot of attention um so really just the bikes and then you know you'd see some of those kind of parts guys and no one's they're just coming up to get the free pen and a candy bar and that would be about it so, <laughs> so hey hey greg yeah as a misfit um reporter from afar what do you feel as a misfit or a you know uh, i guess a foster misfit I think I say like Misfit Kateer. Mis- oh, I love it. <laughs> um, yes. As a Misfit Kateer. What do okay. you feel the, the general populace needs 
because you were talking about like the experience, but there was too much of a crowd. Do you think that that type of an event needs more just rides? And yeah, no, that's a good question because it is interesting, and it was mainly an industry event. But then they bring in the public. But for most of the people there, the public didn't really matter because they were dealing with distributors or they were dealers I and see. manufacturers so, okay. that don't, you know, oh. directly. Yeah. What did you well, feel? I guess dealers do, but you know, the public. So the public wants. They love the demo rides. That was for sure. Cool. And I think it was, you know, more things about how to use your motorcycle not to just come in and look at which new one you want to buy but better ways to enhance being a motorcycle owner and rider so yeah. like everything in life it comes down to the people around you is what makes things great and sure. so i think you know seeing how the the travel and tourism things are busy and the club kind of things are busy that's what people are looking for is the how to get out and do it more actually when we were at my booth this guy came up and talking to us about the club and he walked off and his wife said to me, she said, he, he really needs this. He, yeah. needs, he needs to be able to get out more and ride and meet some people on his bike and all that. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, it's about, about the experience and getting people around you that like what you like. Yeah. So what did you feel was missing from the show or what, could, what they could have added? Uh, I guess I thought it maybe, uh, you know, use bikes or free stuff. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so I'm curious to. Uh, I would say because there is a there was a huge auction group, whatever this auction <laughs> company is that sells to dealers, and they had a huge display. But they only sell to dealers. You know, you can't go in there as a consumer and buy something right. from their inventory. But I think people would have loved to see what all's out there that's different. I mean, things oh, that I are customized or a couple years old, so it's different than what's new. And was it the know. Bonnier auction? It had a. Oh, that they were there as well, but this yeah. one just had three letters like NPA or something oh, okay. like that. Mm. And uh, I, heard, I heard that the AMA was represented there too. That they had some stuff going on. Uh, definitely AMA. I mean, they had a big event Saturday night back, so people rode out to the where the museum is and the Hall of Fame and all that. Um, and they had a booth around. I'm trying to think they they had a vintage show as well so they had a bunch of members or people with vintage bikes that came out there was a big deal over a um gold wing that was the second prototype to ever roll off the line and had up to like a hundred parts that never even made it to production kind wow. of thing That's pretty fucking cool, restored though. and people were kind of drooling all over that one I do got to say, one thing I heard that I was all excited about is that there was a, a co-op garage there. Yes. I was going to ask. Skidmark garage. I was going to ask that. about Skidmark. So, so, I mean, but you go up and you talk to them, and they're like, yeah, yeah, it's $125 a month to, to join, and then you got to rent bench time and all that. So I, wow. I was surprised. And That's a job. I'm proud, of, proud of you guys and the way well, you do it. Not, not everyone can afford to do it for free. Yeah. No, I talked yeah. to the owners there. <clears throat> The problem with doing a pay garage is you can't get insurance. Mm. So he's running this business 
um, uninsured, wow. which is basically leaving him wide open for something to go wrong. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, in this country, this uh, litigious, litigious country, um, but nobody will insure a co-op garage space. They're doing the best they can to keep it really tight, uh, to offer classes, stuff like that. And there's a lot of garages around the country that are popping up. Apparently, there's only uh, a group of garages in San Francisco that have managed to get... Yep. insurance Gil. but nobody else has mm. even yeah. though they all network and help each other out but it still is uh, creating a um, community it's something I you know I tell people hey if you have garage space open it up I happen to have a situation where I have the parking lot outside so I'm able to have this many people come yeah. over the, the um, skid mark idea is a great idea and it's a lot cheaper than taking your bike to a mechanic you know what I mean yeah. and so and they're, and they're super chill nice people you know supporting the industry and supporting you know keeping bikes on the road so and, and I learn so right much. I them. see that they had other people yeah. they had a lot of speakers did you see any of the uh, speakers yeah, a few on Thursday and Friday. Uh, they had a whole series of them. One I popped into was seemed, you know, super fundamental about, you know, riding, getting on your bike and those kind of things. So I didn't spend a lot of time with it, but I did tune in when the Harley CEO was speaking. I got to tell you, I, had, I, I was, did a, what I thought was a super misfit thing is uh, actually applied for and received media credentials. Yeah. yeah. Buddy. Yeah, nice. Right on, dude. <laughs> I thought that'd be the Liza thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and get your media credential, and then nice. I could go anytime I wanted. It would be fifteen dollars to get in the door. Plus, I wouldn't have been able to get there Thursday or Friday. And you can, to yeah. The and you nice. can cut the line too, which is always good. Yeah, yeah, cool. so that was good. Right on. Yeah. So and so was two days enough to cover everything? Yeah, it's funny. I don't. I mean, two days was enough. I ended up being there some a Thursday, Friday, and a lot Saturday. But yeah, if you came as just you know one day and walked around, no, it, it wouldn't be at all. That is a huge convention center, and I know they had 500 plus exhibitors. And you know, I, I appreciate obviously you having me on to do this, but the fact that I was going there with the intent on you know learning and getting the vibe of the show and all that was really great for me it really enhanced my being there because cool. i'd talk That's to one true. person and i'd learn a little bit and i'd go and have the next conversation which would be a little bit more informed and i really enjoyed the whole thing your, doing your it business my, cards my are fancy coming media pass that's a good point because i was that same type of person to go to the like the international motorcycle show stuff like that and you just kind of walk through diddle daddle you see a bunch of people you know hi have a burger okay stunt show now <clears throat> oh, let's go but look at the helmets, and then you're done. Okay. But now that we go in to these events and are actually talking to people and meeting people, I find, like, you don't have enough time to, to do anything, but you're learning so much, and it's yeah. so much more fascinating when you actually take yeah. the time to ask a couple people questions. Um, it's a great way to see the show. I'm glad that you covered it. Um, are you going to go to it next year in Vegas? Well, that'd be cool, yeah. Put a few things together and uh, go to Vegas. That'd be fun. Yeah, you guys ought to head that way. Not too That's far. That's kind of my point. My arm. As I'm giving everyone the sideways glance. <laughs> Everybody starts nodding. Are there press passes, See you there. press passes for everyone? I don't know, but fucking 17 black. <laughs> Let it ride, baby. Only spent on black. That is awesome. Super awesome. So, any last highlights you want to share? Uh, gosh. 
No, nah, I don't know. Um, what did you ride? What What did you ride to the show? What's your uh, bike? I have a 2012 <laughs> V-Strom 650. Ah, oh, cool. so, so were, yep. you, were you crushing hard on the 1000? Yeah, you know, they did open it up quite a bit. The guys who were leading it were just local MSF instructors, so it wasn't even reps from Suzuki. That's how Suzuki was doing it. So those, those, mm. and they were both on sport bikes or something, and so they were, they were, yeah, they wanted to make sure you you could see what it would do for sure that's pretty rad getting yeah. getting cool. full experience yeah. and not having to be hindered by slow leaders right right that's yeah that's kind of what i was expecting from other demo rides i was doing the guy in front of me wasn't getting on it as hard as i might have and i didn't want to pass him but uh you could oh, hold back come a little on. bit and see what it would do it was, <laughs> it was pretty powerful pretty smooth cool. bike <clears throat> although i don't know i don't know if i did it right because it basically is my same bike I and mean, it's got a bigger motor but uh you know, I probably should have done something completely different. Fucking wheelie that shit. You know, cruiser or something <laughs> like that. Or sport well, bike or something. It seems like it's a pretty well-rounded big event. Um, <clears throat> AMA had um, motocross, uh, supercross champions, um, hall of famers. Um, but then you're also getting into new bikes, accessories, tools. They had a lot of speakers like um, Aaron Sills, mm, yeah. uh, who's from up here. Speed racer exactly and Bonville. many many others so it sounds like just a really cool event i'm thinking we need to plan on it next year sure yep mm-hmm. vegas sounds good Shoot. misfits hit vegas i'll oh, be uh, this is gonna be terrible oh, I'll, I'll be at the blackjack tables if you need me they're in sleeping in the bathtub. Well, yeah. Oh, it's only Why not? Sleep. Why not? <laughs> and we'll be snapping pictures of you sleeping now. Okay, as long as I have my blackjack money, baby. <laughs> well, Greg, I want to thank you for going there and and taking the time to get more information to share with us. Uh, it gets me more stoked to go now, too. Yeah. Um, but also, I appreciate that you know you're representing the misfits in, yes. in places that we can't go. Thank you for taking the initiative. We That's appreciate awesome. that very much. Yeah, sure. You know, I actually thought it'd be cool if I had like a couple little flyers, like with the website on it or something. But I didn't want to do that without your permission. But you need a hand an opportunity recorder. to drop a few. When I talk to people about and have my fancy little media badge and oh, tell yeah. them I was with the podcast, you know, I got into the conversation with a few people about which podcast and you know all that, and we've been cool to hand them something to let them know so maybe next time yeah, yeah well i i still find that it's not so much about promoting our podcast as it is promoting podcasts in general mm-hmm. as people are just learning that you can listen to podcasts about anything and there's so many different motorcycle podcasts you'll find a flavor that you like too so what time does that newfangled radio show come on again <laughs> yeah, <let's say. laughs> what, what station Beat is that to on? it well if you want if you want to give a podcast shout out i think it was a cafe racer podcast was there and they were covering stuff and talking yeah. to people and posting shit so big shout out to them nice cool well thank you greg very much and if you're going to another show let us know we'd love to have you participate again yeah all right great Cool. Awesome. Thanks for having All me. All right. Talk to you soon, Greg. Thanks, Greg. All right. Thanks. Take it easy, Later. man. Later. Bye. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Hey, Kat, what do you got next for us? I have something really exciting. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Oh, I think I know what it is. I think I know what it is. Oh, no. Are you ready? Naughty. Okay. Are you going to intro this? Well, so we have this thing that a listener sent to us. The Opus. Oh, God. It's really exciting. So this this <clears throat> listener sends us this Craigslist ad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's just and say the listener 
Yeah. Is Alan from Ithaca, New York. Hey, Alan. Hello, Alan. Come on down, Alan from <laughs> Ithaca, New York. <laughs> do, 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 do. This was a doozy. So yeah, he sent us his <laughs> he sent us his uh, email um, as we get and that said. Um, Fuck I you, knock. Just to <laughs> <Yeah. share. laughs> That's how they usually start on them. I ain't mad. That's exactly what he said. He said, hey, uh, this could be the best Craigslist ad ever. <laughs> I, and I'll admit, we do get those from time yeah. to time. And I'm always amazed at the the balls of steel some of these people use. <laughs> like, remember that one Craigslist ad where he, like, photoshopped him, like, like jumping his motorcycle, like, over a volcano? Oh, yeah. Something. Some of them are great, dude. <clears throat> This really one? funny. So, is oh, this the, is this the best Craigslist ad ever? It might be. It might so, be. It's pretty fantastic. I will agree it's fantastic. However, there's only one problem with it. There's no photoshopping of like Gojira in the background? No, it is. <laughs> I just saw photos and I was like, <laughs> It is very long. And it's also about a specific bike. <clears throat> it is very long. It is so good it's very long. So here's okay. what we're going to do. Kat is going to do a dramatic reading <laughs> of this Craigslist ad. Now, us here in the peanut dun, gallery, dun, dun. we have a gong here. If we get to a point where, oh, oh God, there it is. <laughs> Woo! Are you awake now, listeners? And by a gong, I mean a motorcycle fender. Yeah. Um, and a, and a if we screwdriver. get to the point that we're starting to get tired of it, we're going to hit that gong and gong this whole thing will end. So don't worry. If you think it's going too long, we just might be about to hit the gong. So without further ado, go ahead and read it, Kat. Up for sale is a 1992 or possibly 93 Honda Pacific Coast 800. <laughs> I honestly never cared to know what year it was. This bike only gets better looking with age. <laughs> what I do know is that every time I pass your girlfriend on this, she gives me the same look of arousal that only can be compared to the look my junior year homecoming date gave me after I shotgunned an unhealthy amount of Keystone Light in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> First off, this sex machine was built to party. Doesn't let smooth, don't let the smooth curves fool you. She can easily fit two cases of beer plus ice in the trunk. Oh, yeah. If getting fucked up in public parks before noon isn't your thing, you can probably fit about 14 pounds of weed in the trunk. What? <laughs> if you vacuum seal it. This is a total guess. Yes, though. Uh, the trunk locks that, up tighter. That's than kind of a specific number I'd like to yeah, totally yeah. <laughs> And that probably is in heavy quotations. <laughs> the trunk locks up tighter than your jealous girlfriend after noticing a text message from a female co-worker you once called cute. This sounds like a, I had a little bit of drama in this. Ew. I'm talking about you, Courtney. It's called <laughs> having friends and totally normal. <laughs> Damn it, Courtney. What I'm trying to say is that every trunk that <laughs> that the trunk is awesome and will make everyone jealous. You could probably put a baby or some groceries in it if needed. Plus, if you accidentally drive through a river, everything will stay dry. Or so I've heard. Side note, there is a picture of this man driving through a river on his Pacific coast. <laughs> this bike was marketed to middle-aged, middle-class white guys. My dad loves this bike, so you rarely see them on the road. Ooh, Ooh burn. <laughs> if socializing with my miserable co-workers has taught me anything, it's that the middle-class white guys rarely do anything except work a thousand hours a week because it's up to us to keep society together as the millennials today are lazy pieces of shit and have nothing to do but <laughs> Rain. 
So this guy Why on the economy and always are whining for things like basic health care and salaries. So basically allow them to one day possibly move out of an apartment and into a glorified crack house. So <laughs> this is free therapy, isn't it? Pretty he's, much. He's getting free I, I, therapy. I, I think the creativity of this rant slash ad is fantastic. It's fantastic, but get that yeah. gong ready. It's the gong is getting hung. That Lucky for it. us, Jesus Christ! Them working all of those hours means they don't go outside with their motorcycles to fuck up traffic on the I-35 any worse than it already is, with their complete lack of self-awareness. Because using common courtesy <laughs> on the road would be way too much of an inconvenience. <laughs> that being said, this bike only has 19,000 miles, which is low as shit. Mm-hmm. I bought this bike in March 19 or March 2016 with the sole purpose of riding to the white trash mecca known as Daytona Beach, Florida. Oh. <laughs> I made the trip in May of that year slept on picnic tables not by choice and somehow managed to not get pulled over despite ignoring 100% of the posted speed limits through the tri-state area before leaving on the magical journey which was sponsored by those gold cans of 32 ounce Miller High Life and a gas station taquitos oh my goodness nearly every consumable on the bike had been replaced at 16,000 miles and oil filter brake pads so uh, I simplified the fuel system, modifying a few pieces that not- notoriously. Ah, God damn it! Oh. Right, we, we got how much it costs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he didn't even get to the part Wait. with the hand job. No, there's Hitachi's further. <laughs> you know what? what? This is Hold so on. creative. I'm curious. I installed an insanely bright LED headlight because the factory one is shit, and wired up a handful of pigtails to run a GPS or Somebody. a charger for your wife's Hitachi magic wand. She says it's for her back, but we both know it's because you're too scared to use any amount of creativity in the bedroom despite knowing <laughs> she's moments away from leaving you for your best friend. Damn. <laughs> for going beyond the This gone. man is not bitter at all. <laughs> Can, it's like a fight. Stop, stop, okay, man. it just keeps Holy going. Shit. It just keeps awesome. going. That guy it's should, really, should really have a journal. Like, well, here's the thing. I think maybe a short problem. story career. I think he's, he's using, yeah, this is his that. blog. Um, mm-hmm. I did post it to the Facebook page. <clears throat> you found it. But here's what I find that's interesting. At the very end, it says, edit. <laughs> it's come to my attention that this ad has gotten quite popular. Got a need for a mediocre automotive motorsports rider? What about vegan living or transatlantic sailing? Well, I don't know shit about the last two, but I'll gladly <laughs> write for you. Yes. <laughs> nice. Hey, it could turn, turn into a job opportunity, it'll too. It'll probably, it'll, yeah. That's probably so, what happen. <clears throat> and he doesn't give his name, does he? Was that on the best of Craigslist? Link. That was it, it a great. Be. It's Austin Craigslist. That was yeah, a great. Yeah, that's a live ad, ad. But it should be nominated for best Craigslist for sure. Yeah, I love it. In fact, we should all just do that right now. Advertisement. <laughs> awesome. I saw one on that list for an attack duck for twenty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want an attack duck. How I don't know what it is, but I want one right now. <laughs> How many of them did you get? Awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was just for one. Oh, uh, it's twenty dollars. Would you name I'm it? Hope and a dream that you can actually catch it and take it home with you. <laughs> attack uh, duck. Can I? I just, <laughs> attack <laughs> goose. Would be found another else. one at the end that's funny because. Uh, it's uh, it's even got hidden crash bars underneath the fairings <laughs> from the factory. Wow. They are basically expecting you to go hard as fuck on this thing <laughs> and, and wreck it on a baseball field or at your upcoming family reunion. 
The bike comes with two keys for when you get drunk and lose one. A perpetually half tank of fuel a cl- and a clear Louisiana title in my name. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. I mean, wow. What a this man is quite the salesperson. Yeah. Uh, so if anyone is looking for a cherry-looking PC-800 that is made of magic. Mm-hmm. Pure. <laughs> Austin Craigslist. Or if you... Uh, need somebody to write an ad for you about your transatlantic sailing or vegan living mm-hmm. that's not the guy that's not the guy he, he, <laughs> he says that's not, not the guy to do it <laughs> well done so thanks for sending that in that was actually oh, quite entertaining it's a little piece of gold that made my day so bright <laughs> <laughs> i was like wow this just keeps going no it just keeps going and going and it keeps getting like darker and more jaded as you go and it's fantastic i'm, like, I'm wondering if this if this guy does isn't a writer but this is just his opus and it just yeah. poured mm-hmm. out of him he was probably high as fuck when he wrote it. <laughs> I don't know. I might, I might need to hire him to, for, to write some of my Craigslist ads. Jeez. Quite impressive. Kat, what do you have next for us? Uh, well, so it's been a theme around the garage that bikes seem to be turning into project bikes lately. Um, whether that's because they're meant to be project bikes or you dent the shit out of your tank. Uh, We're not really sure. <laughs> Did you explain how your tank got bent yet? No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, so <clears throat> track day. Your tank, your tank, no, your tank has a, got a dent in it. I, I would say my dent has a tank in it. It's a little. <laughs> it's a little more than a little dent. Wait, is this the therapy tank? This, this is the therapy the, tank. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a particularly wow. rough day at my old job. <laughs> Which, uh, preface, I worked like 13 hour days and it was uh, a hectic 13 hours. Uh, I get off work and I decide this is a great time to work on my project bike, which is a Ninja 250. <laughs> oh, man. So I roll up and take the tank off because I'm like, yeah, I'm going to drain out the old, the old gas. No problem. I go to put the key in for the tank and it goes in and it does not turn. And I'm turning and turning and trying to get it and it won't loosen up. So I'm like, okay, take the, take the key out. Let's WD-40 this shit. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's not. WD-40 didn't work. So I put the key back in and I start like kind of jiggling it more frantically because I'm really irritated at this point. 13 hours did not help that. I go from logic to let me hammer a screwdriver into it. <laughs> this is when I... <laughs> so Sounds vaguely familiar. I hammered a screwdriver into it and I go to turn the screwdriver and it didn't work either. Okay. Just... <clears throat> Just so you know, we've all been at the hammer the screwdriver oh, point. It happens. <laughs> we've been there. Yeah. So I did that. It didn't work because the 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 latch was like rusted sure. shut, Ooh. like done. Can't yes. open it. So what'd you do next? So I hit it with a dead blow hammer on the latch, trying to, yeah. <laughs> to unseize yeah. it. And I was hitting it with the dead blow hammer a few times, and then all of a sudden it dented all the way around the gas cap. The gas cap. Oh, dented you got it. you made yourself a stunt tank. I did, and then <laughs> I, and then I went from being logical with the dead blow hammer to just beating the shit out of okay, the tank. This is where Cat separates herself from the other place where everyone has been. She departed. She did. She departed. No, yeah, I. Oh man, it she was. She came a, in. Uh, she was like, I need this. You and went? then she got another tool. And she went back out. And then I heard noises. I hope it was a golf club. She she it was a dead no, that was actually the dead boy. You went medieval, It really didn't was. You? Yeah. And then 
It was just <laughs> bash, bash, bash. And I walked out and I came back into yep. the garage and I didn't say anything. Her I didn't want oh, to. Yeah. yeah. Her and Doug were both in the the garage at the time and I was outside beating the shit out of my tank. Yep. And both of them did the like they walked out and made a rapid U turn. And and it was just me sitting there just beating the shit out of this tank for about 15 minutes well, and it was wow. the best well, decision I've ever made except for the fact that you cannot find any fucking Ninja 250 tanks and it's only it like is. they were built from 88 to 2006 and you can't find them <laughs> anywhere is it possible because other like, people beat, it's gone their right. shit out of their tanks and this uh, tank this tank was mint it had no scratches on it uh, nothing was wrong with it and I fucked it up possible. hey cat live that, life no regrets no regrets man <laughs> I like how uh, no I like oh, how. she came in just glowing. Oh, it okay. was great. Like, it was so worth it. It was mostly the sweat. <laughs> well, but, at least yeah. you got smarter than the gas tank. No. So, is this something Fuck, we should start great. doing? I mean, I got no, some old yeah. tanks here. It's amazing. <clears throat> Don't, I wouldn't yeah. recommend doing it filled with gas because that's what I did. Ooh, no. Not a great idea. Don't yeah. do that. Drain yeah. it. Fill it with water or something if you want that sloshy feeling. It is particularly <laughs> satisfying. That slosh under your hammer. Yeah. No, it's great. Oh, my God. I have it. I have the tank. It's saved because every once in a while when I'm really fucking irritated, I go out and I beat the shit out of a little bit more. Nice. It's my closet child tank. Now, here <laughs> The question I have is, is the key still in it? No, the key is snapped off. Oh, okay. I figured somewhere that else. I think it's in the somewhere field else. at Jim at the uh, the old <laughs> storage warehouse. Actually, yeah. I'm pretty sure I threw them. Yeah, <laughs> I figured a hammer blow probably got it. Oh god, it was so good though. <laughs> oh my god, I came in and I was basking in the glow and I like laid down on the floor, drenched yep. in sweat, just like covered in gas and paint flakes. Mm-hmm. And, oh man, it was so good. Yeah. yeah, that reminds me of the the, the days at, at like when like some college group would get a like a wrecked car and mm. charge people a dollar to hit it with a sledgehammer and like do that all day afternoon and they'd make like $3,500. See the <laughs> thing is is that's how my Ninja 250 turned into like an extra project project bike. Uh, okay. <laughs> I already had kind of chopped off the subframe and welded separate structural supports because I wanted mm. a more stubby rear end um, and then now I'm just in this awkward phase of I have everything that I need except for a fucking tank. <laughs> so well, there is oops. there is always that parts uh, warehouse down in Fresno that that John went to. Yeah, I was thinking about doing that, but I work like six days a week, yeah, so makes yeah. It tough. I was also gonna bung a, a like a oxyacetylene tank for welding, <clears throat> um, but it turns out. <laughs> Good thing I checked up first mm-hmm. <laughs> that they can kind of explode when you do that. Oh. So don't bung a, a pressurized gas tank unless you get it depressured by like an actual person who knows what the fuck they're doing. You and you also have to line it with something too. You which said is just, bung. I did. You gotta bung it. <laughs> I have an idea. Yes. Yeah. Is the bottom tunnel still okay? No. <gasps> Nothing. <laughs> the only what? thing that's left on that bike is the petcock. Or, in the or tank. on the tank is the petcock. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It, I was going to say, because the bottom done. tunnel and mounts are okay. No. Maybe get your old friend Nock here to weld up a new top to She it. could weld. I can weld. She knows how to do it. Okay. I, I can weld my own tank. I just don't want it's, to because that's a bitch and a half, first of all. Second of all, the likelihood of shit going wrong when you're welding like a closed environment that's smallish is a lot higher and you have to use a lot more gas because you have to purge the inside of the tank 
properly to weld it. So you're using a, a lot of, of gas just by purging the airspace inside the tank. So I, I love how you've suddenly become rational. You went from beating <laughs> the shit out of your tank to rational explanation why you can't build a new one i mean i can't i can and i'm probably what i'm what i'm gonna do the the spine on the ninja 250 is actually pretty wide so i think what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna take um two tanks and bridge them Hmm. so i'm gonna take two air or air liquid tanks and and make a make a <laughs> bung both of them <laughs> and make a bridge, but under under the spine. Why are you doing your finger like this? Because it's t- like a, a tube. <laughs> because that's where it goes in the. Bung I'm not. Hole. I'm not saying the bung. I'm saying like, the tube. I'm gonna bung I mean. the both of them. You gotta bung both of them <laughs> to make the tube connect to both. But yeah, I can't. Uh, that and I'm like speculating about putting a NOS kit on it. You can't tap it unless you bung it. You got on your ninja. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. So it'll get up so to calmly. 76 Woo! miles per hour. Uphill, though, baby. It's not downhill anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, maybe not. But I'm turning it into some urban assault thing with, like, 50-50s on it and jerry okay. cans and nice. rusty everything. Wasteland bike. So yeah. I took it, like, really, actually a pretty mint Ninja 250 and ruined it. <laughs> Ta-da! Or, or, or improved it, depending on your, your uh, perspective. I mean, I'm going to look super badass until people realize it's an inch 250 <laughs> and half of them probably won't even know no and they're gonna be like holy shit dude that's a sweet bike what are you what are you what is it uh, oh yeah it's a it's a ex 250 i'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, not gonna say ninja yeah it's still pretty fun though custom faded yeah yeah, yeah totally cool. But cool. there's a whole that. bunch of other project bikes. Um, I think the lovely Miss Bex also has one going on that's been a while coming. Oh, yeah. My mm-hmm. bike is a project bike. Ta-da. Yep. All done. Okay, yeah. good story. <laughs> End of that. Every bike I own is a project bike. Yeah. <laughs> but Bagel, you got something on the road the, today, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, back on it's two so wheels. cute. Oh, thank you. I got my Stella back together and just needed a battery Stella! charge. So it's <laughs> Uh, I could have been a candenda. I guess that brings us to what did we do today? Oh yeah. What did what? Oh did you, wow. What did you we do did today? It backwards. Uh, okay. Stuff. Always doing it backwards, Bex. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> we like to mix it up. Yeah. I can I, tell you what uh, I did today. Uh, nap. What'd you do? I sat in a chair and napped. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It was quiet. It looked like you had. <laughs> I cleaned up some cast iron. Liza looked like uh, she had narcolepsy. Yeah, <laughs> she'd be mid conversation and just kind of like trail off into. No, I would announce. Okay, I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> I, I was really impressed and surprised. Like that's pretty bomb ass. Did, did anyone actually accomplish <laughs> anything came today? From Pakistan. Was, oh, I got my my fucking coolant tank on my bike. Hey. Uh, actually, it looks really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and Mike did his uh, started a new oh project today. Oh my god! Today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Discover, discover, knock. So, so cute. Oh, knock. What is your project bike? Uh, I have a Kawasaki Ninja EX650 that I bought off a friend of mine, and uh, he wrecked it a while ago, and he converted the front end to a ZX636. So it's a standard fork that's uh, that's been converted to an upside down fork, and I've re- recently replaced 
The one that he installed because those were shit, and I got a one from a 2008, which were uh, valving is better. It's a, the big piston fork, whatever. What's the year of the bike? It's a 2008. Okay, so I'm what, digging it. I sat on it today, and I was. Cool. Yeah. One of the, oh my I'm god, it. it's so light. It's really tiny too. Like, it's, I like yeah, having it's, it. Ooh, ooh, nimble. It's it's good. It's one of the shit, things yeah. that makes it obvious that it's a previously wrecked bike. I, you see this oftentimes when yep. the fairings are gone, yep. and you you get you get to see some of the ugly bits. Yep. And a lot of bikes Those they have these though. plastic reservoirs mm-hmm. mounted yeah. on. And anytime you see a plastic reservoir mounted on, you <laughs> yeah, know that like, like, no. it immediately says yeah. there's oh, yeah, that pieces. Guy, that guy fucked up. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. so oh, for sure. You, I didn't want to feel like I fucked up. You found a way around this. Yes? Yeah, I uh, welded up. Uh, out of aluminum uh, coolant return slash expansion tank. Nice. And okay. uh, mounted the brackets onto the existing tabs that were there, and then I welded the box onto the tabs. Damn. That was cool. it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and it's painted. It's all black now, right? Yeah, it's all black. And I have to say, I was looking at the bike, and it, did, it <laughs> just me. from fixing that, it no longer has the look of a bike missing pieces. Yeah, I yeah. wanted to. I wanted to make it uh, disappear, and I couldn't route the the tank any lower or any other place. And I was just like, might as well just put it out in the open, paint it black, and. You know, make it look Here, somewhat innocuous. Yeah. Yeah. I used a so. bottle of Jaeger for mine. God. Yeah, no, you can do that. <laughs> I thought about using a glass bottle, but I thought, like, what if I dumped it and, you know, I didn't want it breaking, so. Uh-uh. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. just don't dump it into your leg. Well, no. No, no. <laughs> That's, it's my fuck-off bike, so, you know, it's like, mm, we should make it a little sturdier. Than, I saw your fuck-off bike, uh, like, across the intersection from me and the cop next I, to me. Oh, yeah, I waved I at. was like, hey, what's up? And it looked pretty chill, dude. Yeah. It, it's cool. nice. I it's, like uh, it. It's green motorcycle, and it's got yeah. two headlights, so it looks like a bug. Yeah. <laughs> and the license yeah. plate says it Locust works. on it. So it works. Cool. I guess I got Ooh, some shit fun. done today, too. Yeah. yeah. I put... My ba- well, I put a new battery in my bike. Um, where oh yeah, why? <laughs> so I was riding along the other day, like I guess like two like weeks ago now, like a do. <laughs> Is that when your muffler fell off? Oh no, it's different. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> so when my muffler fell off, my battery was still there. Ah. So I know it, it couldn't have been more than two weeks ago. <laughs> but the other day, I look under my fender because I was showing someone where my battery went, and lo and behold, my battery was gone. What? <laughs> So shit. it must have fallen out sometime in between the last time my muffler fell off. <laughs> and we, we and were missing this we were a, missing hot firemen at this oh point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Some yes. hot firemen pulled over oh my and helped God. me put my muffler mm. back on. Firemen Except are for, great. I asked for a ten millimeter and the boy handed me a ratcheting wrench handle. He was probably like, and Here's like, my oh, twenty millimeter honey, baby. That's mm. not what I wanted. But no, no, it's fine. He was really sweet and they helped a lot. <laughs> But my battery vacated the premises at some point and left empty battery leads, which I have a kickstart bike, so it's not a huge deal, except for the headlight only works at an idle. (laughs) So I disappear into the night when I start revving. Off topic, but it reminds me of another moment I had in Pakistan when I was a complete asshole. It happens. To the best mean, of like, us. what do you mean when you were a complete asshole? You're you are a complete, a complete asshole. asshole. <laughs> I was riding with one of the girls who her pack came loose and uh, got sucked up into the the, the chain. Ooh. And oh, But she was going uphill on a dirt road, so uh-uh. she was okay. She stopped, um, and but the group had just kept going and. 
I had taken the tail and I come up on her and the chains on these bikes have a com- they're completely enclosed case mm-hmm. over the chain in the sprocket. That's actually nice. But I realized the chain had come off hanging down so we had to wait for the mechanics to come. So I just sat there and waited. <clears throat> Eventually they came along because they had been repairing a flat down below. Did I just hear you say you waited for the yeah. mechanics to come? I was kind of pondering that <laughs> well, as well. well we didn't have, nice. I didn't have any tools on me. <laughs> For a change. Oh. And because it was that shit? because it was in an enclosed thing, you have to remove the cases around yeah. the chain of sprocket. Excuses, excuses. So they that. came up and they start pulling out tools. I'm like, yeah, and yeah, that bike it needs a chain. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna need the ten and the fourteen. Uh huh. Okay. They're like no shit and I on the head said, of I, fucking I Honda. I, I just come up and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, d- d- don't forget to put the cotter pin back in. Like, I just couldn't help myself. I know you can't. And I'm just sitting there watching them. Uh, just try and kick it. It'll probably come out of you. Just, just, okay, I'll just. Yeah, just give it a good kick. I swear. It'll knock the axle back. And they're like, no, no, we, you know, we have steps. But I just couldn't help just be the asshole sitting there telling them yeah. no yeah. what to do. You had to mansplain, Liza? I did. I <laughs> well, did. actually, I thank God, <laughs> I need to tell you exactly how to do this other than how you were doing it. Yeah, you are so preaching to the choir. <laughs> like, it, duh. Let, let me show you how to do this right. You, you wouldn't have this, and we wouldn't have this if that wasn't you. <laughs> I didn't do yeah. that. I know, it just reminded me of that. But um, should we mention what Mike... What project Mike yes, started? Yes, he yes. started. So he started, build, he started building a new bike. A new baby chopper. chopper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's making a chopper for Freya out of a Strider bike, and yep. he took this nice pink Strider bike that was purely functional and fucking destroyed it today. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say that I have definitely participated in that? Mm-hmm. Um, I found parts that were like, and with spiders and. Uh, <laughs> like webs yeah. in the back Super corners safe of here stuff. At the yeah, garage. it was fantastic. He basically raked out the front end <laughs> to make it chopper style and yeah. added a little bit of baby ape ape hangers and a and a <laughs> what's a sissy bar. Here's, here's one thing that yeah. you may not know about Mike. If he gets an idea in his head. A man it's does gonna it. happen. It's, it's, it's gonna, gonna happen. happen. He, can't, he can't let it go until no. it's made. Yeah, it's uh, it's a fight. It's an uphill battle. You either join him or you get the fuck out of his yeah. way. Yeah, but in the and true, knock, you joined in. You I were did. having so much fun. I did. In the true recycle fashion, he was using parts we have laying around. Like he was able to extend the front forks using some old handlebars. Yeah. Um, and he's I think he's making new handlebars out of an old sissy bar. Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that or a tail tail light assembly something or like something. that. Yeah. 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 Um, and I'd like to point out his daughter cannot even crawl yet. Yeah. He's, 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 he's thinking the head. Sold. He's thinking so the head. The, the new forks. The baby are... doesn't even have kneecaps yet. The... <laughs> <laughs> when she does, she's going to need a chopper. She's yeah. so the, cute. The new Come oh on. God. Are from handlebars. And then the sissy bars are from uh, another part of like a back end of some miscellaneous rusted out part that has been there forever. Welcome to Recycle, where we yeah. use miscellaneous rusted out parts who have been there forever. Oh, that, that's it's right. fantastic. For, for whatever. It's you tilted so the handlebars and all the muck came dripping yeah. out. Yeah. It was, was so that off awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Widow doesn't have any handlebars now. Not like she was moving anyways. <laughs> Except for the what? wall of old bent handlebars hanging yeah, above Yeah, right it. there. <laughs> We'll just slap another pair on. It's fine. But um, I think it's great. He's making a little raked out chopper so strider cute. 
for his daughter. So that's pretty cool. That kid's gonna have some really strong arms yeah. after riding that thing. <laughs> yeah. be buff as hell. Running from flopping over. It's pretty awesome. I think that just about wraps it up for the night. I'm pretty good. I'm yeah. chill. I've got my my sleeping time glasses on. I'm good to go. <laughs> I, know, I know. I'm sorry if this is a low energy podcast. Yeah, I, I got, actually did fall asleep a few minutes ago. Yeah, that, that was really I good. got like, cat allergies out. in my face. Stupid cat. Yeah. So uh, all together, but um, as sleeping. usual, the weather is just great here. We're still having mm-hmm. good times. So fantastic. And um, a perfect opportunity to thank all of our listeners. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, guys. And our it's Patreon rad. subscribers, we hey, love you. Definitely. You know, and I'll just say since Greg did such a good job and it his it was his idea to be a misfit in the field. Mm-hmm. I'll throw that out there. If somebody is attending a, an event and would like to be a misfit in the field, we would love to have you report on the event. Yeah, it's always yeah. really yeah. entertaining hearing other people chime in and kind of fall into the misfit category uh, uh, like on their own accord. Be just becoming one of us clarifying super rad clarifying you get no money yeah, yeah. But not yeah. Shit. you get standard, maybe standard paying benefits for the, the recycle garage might, which is but, zero yeah might but, get some snap off tools but too. what, I, what I also what i appreciated uh from greg is that he came to it with the the misfit perspective yeah, yeah. well like, you, know, you could tell he's truly one of us because he had the same perspective and something he touched on that that you don't really realize until you do it is when you do go to the show with that intention to learn things and bring information back you have you're a lot more vested in it and yeah. you do learn a lot more and the, yep. the time you spend looking instead of look like you said looking at a booth oh whatever you, you start fun, asking though. questions yeah totally more fun and he had a real fake bass not like a press bass <laughs> not a fake one, like, <laughs> Not like the yeah, that was cool, man. That was real cool. So yeah, thank you Ohio. to everyone for listening. Again, thanks to everyone who covered for me while I was gone, including tonight. You're so welcome. Still not really here. Yeah. You're uh, welcome. Cat for running the show tonight. I well done, Cat. Awesome. It's just something that I'm so proud of the the misfit community that anyone can step up and take control of something to make it happen. Um, yeah, I think that that's really right. cool. Even if it's on a wing and a prayer. <laughs> Which is like in how we just cord. pretty much how roll. we focus. <laughs> right, you know. It's like how we run our lives. That's like when the lights were going, the power was going out. We're trying yeah. to figure out what the fuck it's fine. was. It's fine. Sorry. It's fine. What, what it's button do we push? Oh. The air compressor and the heat gun at the same time. It's Oops. fine, guys. No yeah. worries. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just remember, go on down to motorcyclesandmisfits.com. Find the links to our YouTube page to Patreon, to Facebook. Everything's there. Yep. If you'd like to see some of the things we talk about. Wow, I'm um, tired, man. And give us a call <laughs> and tell us your bonehead moment of the week, like mine, to make me feel less bad. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, which one is the bonehead? The beating of the okay. tank or the dropping of the like battery? That was like four months ago. That was fine. That was four <sighs> months ago. It's no longer in the week. The battery, that might have happened anywhere between this week and like three weeks ago so we can't really narrow it down for bonehead of the week uh i'm sorry guys well i saw you were getting in there with duct tape and zip ties oh there it is (laughs) i had like four zip ties chained together in a jay-z chain (laughs) to wrap around my subframe with this battery it will not go anywhere for at least like 50 feet (laughs) i'm confident of that nice all right so i think we are all good tonight in the house once again we've got the awesome bagel running sound i'm bagel we've got miss bex aloha and we've got jim later 
We've got knock knees on the couch. Uh, I got dog dick <laughs> on my arm. Dog uh, knees and dog dick. It's like got a pickle, I tell you, like a wet pickle grazed across my arm. <laughs> oh, He's hi. still going there. We've got Liza falling asleep in the corner. What? Hey, what? Hey, what happened? <laughs> and we've got the boys, Grant and Jose, in the corner. Let Petting her. the cat. Keep it Aloha. Down cool. And I'm your host. Don't try to cut me off, Liza. Cat, I'm here. And we're out. Cool. cool. cool.